Hi, and welcome to the first episode of our podcast, How It's Musically Made. I'm your co-host, Maggie, a pianist and poet with a focus on collaborating with vocalists. And I'm Ben, a composer and jazz pianist. We're both based in Boulder, Colorado. So How It's Musically Made is a weekly podcast where we delve into the creative process behind making three art songs with three groups of poet, composer, vocalist, and pianist over the course of nine weeks. At the end of this process, we'll share the complete pieces with you. And the goal here is to create an open, collaborative environment where artists of different disciplines come together to create new music and to show you the process behind making a collaborative work like an art song. We'll stop at every point along the way, interviewing each group about the successes, challenges, creative methods, and aesthetic approaches to working together. So maybe we'll just start by asking, what is an art song? So traditionally, an art song is a piece of music written for voice and one accompanying instrument, usually the piano. They use texts, usually pre-existing poems, and are performed in quote-unquote classical settings. This form really took off in the 19th century with the Austrian composer Franz Schubert, who wrote over 600 art songs, or Lieder, as they're called in the German language. Schubert's songs were really important because they defined the relationship between a pianist and a singer, where both instruments played an equal role in expressing a poem, instead of the piano part being seen as merely accompaniment to the vocalist. To give you a sense of what it's like to rehearse the art song of long-gone composers and poets, I'll use the example of one of my favorite 19th century Germanic art song composers, Robert Schumann. I recently worked on his famous song cycle, Dichterliebe, or A Poet's Love, which uses poetry by Heinrich Heine. Here's a little clip of the seventh song of the cycle, called Ich grolle nicht, or I Bear No Grudge, performed by myself at the piano and with tenor Bergsmein Tilberud. So the first thing I do before practicing too much is research the music and the text separately. I discovered that Schumann and Heine were not collaborative partners, and they actually only ever met in person once. Schumann also chose poems from a large collection of Heine's called Lyrische Intermezzo, which contains 66 poems. But Schumann only set 16 of them. So in reading the poems and then rehearsing the music, Bergsvein and I had to imagine what Heine's intentions were in the context of his massive collection. And then we had to imagine what Schumann's intentions were in setting only a few of them. And then finally, at the end, we could add our own interpretations and decide how we would like to perform them. So that was essentially how it went for most art song collaborations throughout the 19th and 20th century, and still continues today. But our goal with this podcast is in part to redefine and challenge that tradition and bring it into the present a bit by reinvestigating the nature of the collaborations themselves. So composers like Robert Schumann typically have been at the helm of art song. They usually get most of the credit, and the performers didn't have that much creative input on the final product. But on the flip side, in our model, all of the creators we have here are of equal footing, and they contribute to the project from the very beginning of the process. The performers and poet have just as much creative say as the composer, and often in a different order than is typical. So the composers won't just set a finished poem and hand it off to the performers. Instead, you might have, for example, the poet giving suggestions to the performers in the end, or a performer 
influencing or adding ideas to the way a poet might write a work. Along with this, we'd like to expand our considerations of genre and style beyond the limits of Western classical music and open our consideration of art song as a collaborative storytelling form. Taking influence, for example, from jazz or musical theater, which offer very different styles in terms of how the collaborations take place. All of the artists we've chosen for this project participate in many forms of art. So we have singers who write, writers who sing, pianists who compose, pianists who write lyrics, etc. And we picked these people specifically because of their familiarity with all the disciplines involved. This model of collaboration is also very unique because of the COVID-19 pandemic, so it's all exclusively online. In this way, our participants can network across geographical locations, and we can connect with you, our audience, who would not typically see this creative process in a recital setting. Stay tuned for next week when we'll introduce our first group of collaborators and get started on creating these new art songs. And thank you to the Paul R. Judy Center for Innovation and Research at the Eastman School of Music for their generous support of this podcast.